Aesthetic, everyone. Another wonderful week, episode 75. We are hitting it up this year. As you can tell, I'm Zach, not Alex. Uh, Alex is going to be taking off this episode and probably another two or some stuff so, so came up. So it's just going to be me. And of course, as always, I have John with me. I got a new chair this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so John's taking over Alex's seat and everything. So having some fun there with the board, seeing as he usually just gets to sit on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I got to do stuff now. <laughs> But even though there is no Alex here, we are going to keep doing the show and doing whatever. And one thing I do need to mention is that we do have a website now, sparke3.com. If you can go there, join up for free. Members can sign up for free, help support us, get stuff. And if you want, you can become a premium member for $5. And it allows you things like getting access to our premium blogs we do, as well as episodes early. Usually a day early. But hey, if you don't want to spend money or anything, just sign up for free. It helps. It really does. Uh, besides that, we also, of course, have our other shows like Animan Plus, which I'm actually going to mention at this point is also going to be taking a hiatus for probably a couple weeks while Alex deals what he does, because I don't think a solo show of just me is going to be very entertaining in the least. It's just going to be me ranting about Dragon Quest. I mean, <laughs> someone out there is going to want to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, so Animan Plus will actually be going on a hiatus for a little bit. We'll hit back up through Twitter and whatnot, Animan Plus, as well as a terrible football show. It'll continue going with all the guys, so don't worry about that. That's going to be going. And, of course, Game Static here, John and me got this down, so we're going to keep going as well. Besides that, um, we have a merch shop. Yeah, we have a merch shop along with our website, sparky3shop.com. So if you want something with our logo or one of Josh's drawings, by all means, hit that up and... Let us know if you like stuff, because we are more than down for putting more merchandise out there. I'm honestly very curious of what other designs are going to get on there for all this fun stuff. Yeah, and uh, just also to mention out, we do have a Discord as well, which should be linked down below uh, as the official Sparky3 Discord channel. Yeah, come join us there. We're somewhat active, trying to get used to it. It's, it's weird having a Discord channel for our own stuff. I'm not used to using it for... Anything besides just general communication with people. Yeah. So it's it's taken some getting used to to try to actually use it. Yeah, but it is sort of nice if you want to come join, talk to us, shout out people. Um, whether it be me, John, Alex, uh, Shane, and uh, Tyler are there as well. So all of us there. Um, I think I hit all the plugs. Yeah, I hit all the plugs. Yeah, if we didn't hit them here, we'll hit them at the end. <laughs> <laughs> we think of something new, it'll it'll come up at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, one thing I sort of do want to mention before we go into it, uh, something I actually read which I thought was interesting was with the whole Blizzard stuff going on with them and Microsoft and then uh, I forget the, the organization's name that's been investigating, making sure everything's good there, uh, is that Blizzard is supposedly one, supposed to actually have a uh, Blizzard Activision, is apparently supposed to have another Call of Duty supposedly coming out this year. Another one this year? Yes, yeah, supposedly. What? Yeah, I, no. I've, I'm, I've got my whole problem with the <laughs> yearly Call of Duties as it is. So. I mean, I'm with you there. Um, it is sort of weird. This was sort of a rumor article I saw, though, so there may not be much into it. It's just one funny thing I thought. I was like, really? Another one? We just got a Vanguard. Was it that bad? Well, I don't even know if it's just the fact that it's that bad, but the, I mean, half the problem with a yearly release cycle is your game's barely out when you're already starting to advertise your next one. Yeah. And then the other thing from the Blizzard side of the stuff is there's apparently going to be a Warcraft mobile. Like, original Warcraft. Like okay, the R- okay. Like the well, RTS. That's what I was wondering. I wanted to clarify because I just couldn't process it quick enough. I was like, as RTS, I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, I sort of saw that, and I was like, that actually sounds sort of interesting. The only thing downfall to that is I thought about the uh, Warcraft 3 remaster that sort of was a dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> it, it killed the servers of the original game, which was still very active that I came to find out later, and gave us that remaster, which it was a remaster game, but they got rid of a lot of good mechanics, and it was just a big old dumpster fire. <laughs> Yeah, remasters are not doing so hot lately. It, there hasn't, or has there really been a good one, like a good, 
like true remaster to to come out in like the past two years that's actually done well? I mean, yeah, I don't remember when it came out. The Assassin's Creed Three remaster upscale to one in PS4 was, was actually pretty good. Okay, yeah, because it's I guess I guess it's the problem with games that do come out and are and just work and they're not like anything crazy is you just don't hear about them. You only hear Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, you you only <laughs> hear about the ones that come out and there's a bunch of problems with them. Yeah, but I mean, um, sort of one of the things that we want to mention in quick news is there's apparently a someone caught a glimpse online of a Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, for next-gen PS5 and Xbox Series X or X. Yeah, which I uh, right before we started, Alex was saying he's, he's actually excited about because he wants to jump back into it when the, when the next-gen uh, version becomes available. Mr. Richman with both his Series X and PS5. I mean, that's Alex. He's been a fan of Cyberpunk since the original release, and yeah, it's Cyberpunk. I mean, it's yeah. a good game as a core. It's just... And had that awful release. Yeah. And with that, I mean, as I stated before when, when we talked about it, I didn't have any of the problems most everybody had. But then again, it's not really a game I've been necessarily itching to go back to. I've thought about it. Same. But but it's the same it's the thing that pops up and it's like I could play that or anything else in my catalog. <laughs> I and it, s- it's I already have a large enough catalog of games that are downloaded that I'm not playing. I see it and go, I can play TFT. <laughs> uh, but you got anything, John? You seen anything interesting this week? Uh, well, we got some disappointing news, and that's that the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed to 2023. Okay, I was actually very sad about this. I was, too. I this, is, this is... One of the one of the games that like when the it was originally announced, I was actually all I was already excited and I was like actually looking forward to, because a lot of the times I tend to just kind of have a muted opinion towards it at first. I'm like, we'll see, but I don't know that something something about it just looked phenomenal. I mean, it's by Rocksteady who did all the Arkham games up to the next one that's supposed to be coming out, Arkham Knights, which is being done by a I think Arcane. I could be wrong, but um. So yeah, I was very happy because Rocksteady's combat is always very good. Um, like literally when Alex posted that article in our Discord, I went, "You saw my reply." I was just fuck. Yeah, I I saw it. And <laughs> I saw it. And I'm like, oh god damn it. Because <laughs> what that was supposed to, I don't know. Had they set a date yet or not? I don't know if it actually had a date. It may have just had a 2022. Okay. Well. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's slightly a good thing because now it's out of the year that is 2022 and all the tons of stuff that's going to come out this year. So you have something to look for for 2023. Yeah. Jump, jump and ship on what is already a pretty full year and uh, potentially jumping into something just as full next year. We just don't know about it yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then uh, some... More disappointing news, more more for uh, me and Alex, and and uh, potentially some more some more of our friends. Was uh, the Halo co-op in Forge has been delayed more? Which I I, I keep want like I want to play this this campaign, but me and Alex have said before we'll play it when the co-op comes out. It just keeps not coming out. I keep seeing this and go, I played it once. <laughs> I was good. Yeah. I played Halo Infinite. Yeah, you I mean, it wasn't anything you were you were like itching to really play. No. And like the multiplayer's been fun, but I mean, I've kind of had I've had some fun with it. I'll jump into it every now and then, but it's not like a it's not necessarily a mainstay in my in my uh catalog of games I'm going to be playing. But I am looking forward to the campaign, but I always play co-op. the Halo campaigns co-op for the first time. So it's it's a little disappointing, but when it, I mean, when it drops, still gonna play it. Man, we have, we don't have the most upbeat news. I was today. just looking at that. I was seeing the next thing on a, there. 
Just a string of bangers here. We got Battlefield 2042. Season 1 has been delayed until summer at least. That's rough. <laughs> Man, bat- Battlefield 2042 can't it can't get even the smallest of wins. I was about to say, its player base is already hurting, and everyone's already gone back to either Battlefield 5 or uh, 1, and now the actual first season's been delayed. That is rough. Yeah, it's, its player base has been dwindling ever like continuously pretty much every week and uh EA also is has been refusing to even issue the sales numbers that's funny in my opinion honestly <laughs> i mean if they're not even telling us what's been sold that this we all already knew it was a big flop but the fact they're not even releasing sales numbers at this point sort of just like oof yeah, and then a uh, random fun fact: uh, Insider Tom Henderson said his game crashed ten times within twenty-five minutes. Now, that might be that might be more crashes than I've had in most games I've played, like throughout entirety. I was about to see honestly, Battlefield twenty forty-two. Even though it wasn't as big of a mess, it's about at the level of Cyberpunk was last year. Yeah, it's just, it's not getting as much like it didn't get near the hype, so it's not getting as much hate. Well, Battlefield twenty forty two also didn't have a thirteen year development friggin' process. Well, that's that's true as well. <laughs> <laughs> CD Project Red, everybody. Yeah, and then uh, let's see, we got some uh, uh, Hogwarts Legacy uh, had an. Got an art book announced for September, which a lot of people are are looking at as a potential release date leak, which kind of seems kind of interesting. Seems kind of weird to announce a an art book almost out of nowhere. Yeah, it's Harry Potter's crap. It's still, I mean, it's like there's been like no news or anything on Hogwarts Legacy, and then we got an art book. I mean, it looks nice from the trailers and stuff that the few trailers that are out there. But I mean, I've never been a big Harry, Harry Potter person. I mean, it seems interesting. I might touch it. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we'll get some some uh, potential details for it next month or so. Hopefully, we'll see. And then uh, we got some. We finally got some fun news. I saw this and I was like, "John's." We got some fun <laughs> news. John's excited. <laughs> we got MLB The Show Twenty Two coming to Game Pass. Uh, day one and switch for the first time. I don't remember the last MLB game I played. Which one's the show? The show is the like basically the only one that there is now. Oh, okay. Yeah, the show. The show is the game. Is the is the baseball series that is left. Gotcha. There, there's there's it and uh, oh, I'm blanking on the name now. But it's not. It's not as like a serious, as serious of a game. Like the show is the, the serious baseball game that everybody goes to. Uh, okay. Like for, for playing a baseball game. It's all we got. So it's the 2K of baseball. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, it's, it was just this past year that, that MLB was on something other than PlayStation, right? Yeah. It, it, it just got back to, to Xbox like two Xbox was finally able to get over in this past year and they're already kicking it off with the next release day one. This is what people, this is what the people were hoping for and like speculating, like maybe they'll, they'll actually do this now that it's coming over to Xbox and it's happening now. See, now I remember, cause I think I did actually play MLB 21. I saw it on sale or something for like 20 bucks and picked it up. I was like, sure. Why not? And I think I vaguely remember cause it had been the first time I played a baseball game since like the 64, and I was just like, I know I can pitch. I can't bat for shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I could never understand. I could never get down the batting in that game. Yeah. No, it's like, I'm, I, I mean, I, I pick them up every year. I've, I've gotten the last probably five years worth of games, mm-hmm. uh, like on PlayStation. So it, the fact that it's coming over to, to Xbox day one is exciting. And you can play it on your PC. I don't know if you can play it on PC, but it, I mean, even if, even if not, I'm probably, I mean, there's a decent chance I'll be looking to get a, at least a Series S or X at some point soon. So 
it'll, it'll be nice to have the option there. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm going to be more curious to see how it looks on the Switch. Not great, probably. Because I, from what I remember of MLB 21, the graphics were very good. It yeah. looked very nice and everything. And then I see the Switch, I go, ooh. <laughs> I mean, hell, half, half the games that come out on the Switch don't, that are made for the Switch don't run that great on the Switch. Oh, now I'm curious because they say this one's coming to the Switch. Does that mean it's actually going to have a file on there or is it going to be cloud like a lot of the other big games? I would, I mean, hell, based on file size alone, I would say probably cloud. I'll be curious to see that. But I mean, I think that's all the rumors and stuff like that. Um, I did have one other thing I wanted to throw in there that I thought was funny. So because we've been messing with... uh, Legends this week. I've been on my Switch a lot, and we have the whole N64 uh, emulator thing on what's on it. Did you try that? I almost did. Okay. Because, as everyone knows, this now, uh, I'm supposedly having an addiction for retro gaming, and I have a copy of Thousand Year Door. And I saw that Paper Mario came out, the original Paper Mario. I was like, you know, I never got past, like, the opening act of that when I was, like, eight this might be a good time to just play through the series. <laughs> no, probably not a bad idea. <laughs> and I was looking at that. I was like, because I didn't realize that it allows you to download the 64 thing without having to pay. You only have to pay once you actually try to use it. Oh, so you can you can download it and I guess see what's there. But you, if you try to play something, then it prompts you. Correct. Okay. Which confused me very much because I have a online membership right now, which I keep forgetting about. And I was just looking. I was like, why can I download this? I was like, I don't have the extra. And I just kept messing with it. I was like, did I accidentally buy the extra? <laughs> and I was confused for like a good five minutes while I was downloading this and figuring this out. I was like, oh, it's Nintendo trying to egg you on. <laughs> it's like, you're almost there. Just a little more money. <laughs> but uh, speaking of money and things that changing hands, so currently out there and everyone that knows about is the Blizzard Activision being bought up by Microsoft. What some people, hopefully a lot of people saw may have missed is actually Sony buying Bungie, a well-known company to work solely with Microsoft for a long time. Now being bought up by Sony. Now I'm pretty sure from my understanding, this deal has actually already finished or it's in the process of getting finished. Yeah. I, I was reading through the article and the thing that, the thing that kind of jumped out to me from the way everybody that was in like, Bungie and Sony both, the way they were phrasing everything and the way they were talking about the deal, this it sounds less of like Bungie being bought out and almost more of like a partnership in a way because Bungie still is going to have creative freedom. They're still acting independently. They're just being funded by uh, Sony now. Which I seem very interesting, and I failed to mention, the purchase was for $3.6 billion is what's going having with this purchase. And, um, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing from Bungie. I mean, they created a very good franchise here in Destiny, which was, honestly, I never expected to still be talking about Destiny like almost a decade later. Uh, probably more than a decade, because, hell, think of- it, it's been, what, like six years on Destiny 2 or something? Yeah, so it's probably almost close to two decades because, yeah, what, we were actually yeah. still in school whenever yeah, Destiny it, came out. It's been, it's probably been like 12, 13 years. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, hey, go, good for Bungie. They have a consistent backer now because, I mean, they back in Halo, they were originally under Microsoft and separated and made Destiny and everything. And uh, one other article I saw about this that was very interesting is, it was a comment from Sony saying they want to actually take Destiny and make a sort of film universe for it, or a series universe. That could be interesting. I think it could be very interesting. I mean, I haven't kept up with Destiny lore and things like that, but just from things I know from the expansion release, that could be a very interesting series or cinemaverse. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if they did any for Destiny 2. I've kind of fallen out of the loop of it, but... Uh, Back when Destiny released, and I think for a couple of their, it, they may have done it for an expansion or two. Mm-hmm. They they did these like big, like, uh, like 
live action sort of trailers for them. Yeah, I remember that for like, and uh, it, and they looked phenomenal. Because what? Then they then wasn't one of the first ones they did for was the Fallen expansion. It it may have been for that, or they probably did one for that as well. I I just think back to like the original one where they were like when the game was coming out, they had the oh they had the yeah. the big like the big like traveling on the moon one is what it looked yes. like. See, the one that sticks out to me, because I really remember, is the Fallen one, which was, wasn't that supposed to be, like, the original Last Deal expansion for Destiny 2? It might have been, but you know how it is. <laughs> I mean, hey, Destiny's going strong. It's still going doing good. Um, uh, one, yeah, one thing to, to note about the deal as well, before we get too far off from uh, just actually got like jumping further into like discussion on it is uh the deal uh bungie like i said will still remain independent and will not be uh producing sony exclusives it will still be a multi uh multi-platform uh all their games will be multi-platform coming coming out which is where i kind of came up or why I kind of mentioned the uh, partnership as well because Sony. It's, Sony is letting just letting them do the the same thing they're doing and uh, just kind of you know what you're you're doing good we just want you to be a part of us yeah Sony's literally just going we're gonna give you money you can continue doing what we just want to also stamp our name right there with you yeah yeah <laughs> when 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 the copy sells we want Sony on that box. I mean, that's not that's sort of ingenious by Sony. I mean, they had to get out there. Bungie's a well-known company, even though, honestly, Bungie hasn't released any new IPs in forever. But, I mean, Destiny's strong. Just about everyone knows what Destiny is at some point or another. Yeah, which it is, it is crazy that Destiny is still going as strong as it is because I don't really personally know anybody that's still playing it. Mm-hmm. But I know that it's got a... A decent community with it. Yes, and I, I guess it's it's almost crazy in my head that Bungie, who I've only associated with Destiny for like the past decade, apparently Destiny is worth three point six billion dollars, which is is kind of kind of where I thought of it with it. I'm like, I'm like, damn, Destiny must have been popping lately. <laughs> I mean, hey. Just think how much the Halo series would would sell for if it wasn't a Microsoft IP back when Bungie was doing Halo. Yeah, My, Microsoft would have said, you can have Bungie, but you can't have Halo. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened. Um, but also one also other thing to note about this is that Sony has apparently 10 live service games in development by 2026, including Bungie working on a major new IP. I'm actually very happy about this. I'm curious to see what it is. I'm going to guess space shooter. If it's not a space <laughs> shooter, everyone would be go, Bungie, what are you doing? It's going to be a shooter that takes place somewhere in space. Is uh, It's kind of their specialty. But in all seriousness, I am excited to see what their, their new IP is going to be. I'd like to see if they, if they attempt to take a... Uh, a, a departure from what they are known for, or yeah, if they're just going to stick with it. You know what it will be? Bungie Mass Effect. Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, I'll be very curious because, I mean, we, l- at least nothing that I can think of unless there was like some offshoot games that people missed or went under the radar. Bungie has literally just done space shooters. But it, it's, I mean, it's, it's what they've been good at and it's what they've, what they've succeeded with. And, uh, like, Sony apparently having 10 live service games planned for the next few years, why not pick up the company that's done the best job with live service games in, in like, the console and... PC. Console and PC, as opposed to just PC. Why not bring in the people who've done the best job that everyone's still trying to emulate? Yeah, because one thing also with this deal is that Bungie is also expected to help with all these live service games going forward. So we're, while Bungie is only actually developing one of them, they will actually have a hand in actually keeping and maintaining at least all these games 
There's going to be live service from now to 2026, which yeah. is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, not a bad idea. I don't – that that kind of brings in the question, like, were they already planning – it's like, were they planning to buy them, like, reach this deal with them because they were already thinking about it, or were they looking at the the lineup of everything they were preparing and going, we need someone who can actually take care of this? Based on all the details, at least, that have been released, it feels like to me almost like – there's been some discussions for a while, and they're just now saying, hey, this is happening. Yeah. It could have been like, hey, we want to do this, but we need someone who's going to be able to actually make it work. Yeah. And then look around and go, I mean, let's go talk. Yeah, because, I mean, Bungie's very good for this because one of the things that, because Bungie's always very active in their communities and things like that, because one of the one things I remember from Destiny 2 first coming out was their first raid. There was a shot from... Apparently, the Bungie office, them in the break room, they had a big uh, projector and screen, and they had f- four live streams going of groups doing the first raid to see who would beat it first. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure every time they release a new raid or something like that, the the world first teams that are going for it, they they basically just have they'll have like twelve projectors or yeah. twelve big screens up showing it. So I mean, Bungie's always a good company. Um, Here's to hoping nothing bad comes out for them. Stay good, Bungie. Yeah, yeah. don't. <laughs> just because you're getting some help. Well, I actually th- thinking thinking back on that because this deal came, this deal is going through. Man, it's been a it's been a weird like decade for Bungie. Because Bungie was Bungie w- was kind of there. Okay. Bungie was acquired by Activision Blizzard. Bungie didn't right. want to be a part of Activision Blizzard and got out of it, and then. A couple years later, pairs with Sony. You're right. I forgot about that. That Bungie was part of them and got out of it. They, it's like they they wanted their freedom, and then then apparently they're still getting their freedom. But now they've got now they're getting a now they got a, Big Brother Sony. Yeah, they got they got the Big Brother there to hand them hand them the extra extra support. You know, still thinking about the IP. Now I'm hoping it's going to be some weird because it's Sony that's going to be having the name on it. I highly doubt it will, but I can always hope for some weird JRPG shooter crap. I knew you were going there. <laughs> Second, you said Sony. <laughs> I can always hope. I mean, I doubt it's going to happen, but I can always hope for a weird crap like that. Yeah, I'm. I would be curious of if with their new IP, if they like, if Bungie was like, you know what, we're gonna we're making a new new IP. We're not doing live service this time. That'd be really weird considering they're being purchased to help with a bunch of live service games. Yeah, but, I mean, you're already working. They already got a bunch of them going. You don't don't have to loot the market with your own company. I mean, I I hate to switch this topic, but from trends and everything going on, we're going to a strictly live service future, unfortunately. As much as I dislike it. Yeah, that's why it would be nice to... For for some of these new IPs to just be contained stories, like Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus. I don't yeah, know how to say it. It's whichever way you want to say it. Everybody says it. It's two ways. As long as you say it one of those two ways, you're good. At least as far as I'm aware, it's not live service. If it's live service, fuck. I don't. Well, I think when we were we were talking last week on it, it was maybe potential for a DLC to be added on, but. The main game's there. So I'm going to call it as not live service. Yeah. <laughs> you can it's, trade and stuff if you really want, but Yeah, it's 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 not a it's not a live service game in in the standard sense of of uh what we've been taught to believe it is. Correct. And I mean that's been a big friggin' time killer this week for me. Yeah, uh you were saying you actually put some time into it because i i didn't know if you had actually been playing it i haven't been paying attention to anybody playing i mean with a bit of time i've had available because we've had some crab weather and i have a crud job that i still had to work in um i shouldn't say that i actually like my job (laughs) um so i managed to get some time and i'm probably about 23 hours in but I've decided to do a weird thing of make a very stupid team and not progress through most of the game until I have it. Because I've literally only beat one Noble. I've only been into the Grasslands and the Mirelands. And I just actually got Ursaluna, Ursaluna yesterday. 
Okay, when you say you got Ursaluna. Like actually riding mount. Okay. Okay. That's what no, I was assuming, no, but I, I was No, I have not evolved my friggin' Alpha Ursaring into it. You know how though, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean I can go do it if I really want to. I just ha- don't. Okay. Yeah, no, I've I've put a I've put a decent amount of time into it uh in the last week. I think when we talked last week I was about eight hours in. I'm somewhere in the neighborhood of thirty, I'd say thirty to thirty five somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh I have I've beat every noble. Uh I've done several of the the story missions and I think I'm I think I'm on one of the last couple story missions. Uh I don't know for sure. I'm I backed away from it and I'm uh swapping up my team a bit. Uh like swapping up my team, trying some trying some new stuff. Trying to I went back and was trying to complete some of the areas cuz I I don't I haven't been focusing too much on the decks yeah. or like catching everything. And then when I started going back I, and actually looked at the decks, I've basically seen every mon from every zone mm-hmm. or or almost uh and most of it is just at this point most of it's just evolutions. Yeah. No, it's sort of funny. So I'm at like 26 and I've defeated one noble. John's at 35. Yeah, I'm, I'm like f- maybe five to 10 hours ahead of him. And he's beat all of them. And then when we were talking to Alex before we started this, Alex is like 50 hours in and he's on the last noble. <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually, <laughs> I was actually reading some, uh, like a report earlier where it was basically, it was basically a thread of people discussing like their time, time put versus where they are in the game. Mm-hmm. And it seems there's a large group of people that are like 30 hour, thirty to 60 hours in the game and have never left the first zone. I could see that. Which, I mean, I can I can see where people are doing it, but I don't know, man. I'm 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 I've hit a point where I want to I want to complete the game, mm-hmm. but I need to like I need to level up some like adjust my team, find some stuff I actually want to use, and but and then actually level them up to go take on some of these battles because when you actually get into the game. Man, battles in this game are a bit a bit rough. Yes, they are. They're very. It's like you don't have to battle often, but the bat. It's like the battles. The later you get into the game, uh, the with the strong with the agile style and strong style moves in this game, it's it's just like a a a uh a scrap going it really on. Is. It's just you just spend the entire time trading mons back and forth. And then hope that it's like, and you better have the better team in the end of it. See, that's sort of where I'm at because, as I said, I haven't beat the second noble because I'm trying to build a stupid team I want to complete the game with. So I've fallen into the camp with the dumb joke of uh, Badoof is the greatest Pokemon there is. So I currently sit with a level 68 Badoof. And I am currently... You got a level 68 in the second zone? Yeah! The fuck is happening? Oh, you you want to know what my Bidoof's moveset is? Sure. Sword Dance, Iron Tail, Crunch, Shadow Ball. Sure, why not? <laughs> but yeah, no, my, my stum team that I've been trying to farm with, or farm to get, is a Bidoof. A, very specifically, a male Bidoof. And then five... Female evolutions. Me not realizing. Apparently, drawing female Eevees apparently a fucking lot luck shot because I don't see a lot of those. Are there a lot of Eevees in the first two zones? Uh, there is an Eevee spawn in the first zone. I, I know there's. I I've, I found the one in the first zone. And then time distortions. Yeah, I was gonna say I see a lot of them in in the time distortions. Yeah, for the most part, most of the spawns I've seen are time distortions. I've be, just because I've been farming time distortions, I have literally all the evolution items, so I can little anything that needs to hold an item, I can just throw it to them. It's just sitting in my item box. Yeah, I've I haven't even done that many of the the distortions, and I've gotten most of the evolution items. Yeah, because they just I mean they just all you have to do is show, if one shows up, you don't even. Have to, 
if you don't want to catch anything in there, you don't. You just show up, pick up all the items on the ground, and leave. Yeah, just make sure you have enough backspace. Which, god damn, dude. Fuck that guy. You know how expensive it starts getting? Fuck that guy. How, how much is your next bag slot? Uh, I think it's like 15. Yeah, mine's 20. <laughs> this is 1,000, by the way. <laughs> this guy, there's just this one NPC sitting at the headquarters like, hey, kid, I'll show you how to fit more stuff in your bag. Just give me money. Yeah, it starts out at $100 for for a bag slot, and it's not that bad, and then it starts doubling. It, it like doubles and then it, it doubles again and then it starts going up. It goes from like one to two to four to five to a thousand. You think this is Game Freak's way of saying, hey kids, watch out for scam artists. It must be. Like, dude, I've I've been I've started doing uh there's a like a little loop in one of the zones that I just run around in to yeah. to break boxes and treasure chests and stuff for items. Mm-hmm. And I'll just I'll Takes me about thirty seconds to run it. I'll run it, reset the zone, run it again, reset it. Occasionally, you get good. I mean, you get a bunch of like items to sell. Occasionally, you get like nuggets and things like that to sell. Yeah, but, but then you, it's also you just never have to make balls again, or at least like a pokeball, ultra ball, the creep ball. You never have to make them again. You just I had like fifteen, fifteen pokeballs or something. I ran I ran this route for like twenty minutes. I got one hundred and fifty. Shoot, I don't even have to do that. I could run around in the grasslands for like 10 minutes and then I can craft me 100. Yeah, I got tired of doing that though. I need I need all my materials for the specialty I balls mean, now. I've been farming EVs and three of the evolutions require friendship level. So I, that's how I've been farming friendship. I just throw them at the ore. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm I'm currently working on friendship for an espion uh, with a... Alpha Eevee that I caught. Hey, that's what I did too. I found an Alpha Eevee and leveled it to Espeon. Yeah, it's, I'm currently currently working on the friendship for that. The real funny thing is when I caught an Alpha Magic Carp. So yeah, I've seen them, but I was just I was just blowing through them. I was just like, "Hey, Alpha Magic Carp, I can make him a Gyarados. Catch him. You're already level thirty. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing?" <laughs> Yeah, that is one thing in the game is it's just the 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 first form evolutions that you find you like find the especially like in the later zones because yeah. the the levels start scaling higher and higher is you'll just you'll find mons that are like level fifteen or like that evolve at like level fifteen they're level like sixty. It's like okay, all yeah. right, you've you've done fucked up here. I shouldn't be laughing. I got a freaking sixty eight Badoof, so. Yeah, but you worked for that. Yeah. It didn't just it wasn't just flying around or sitting there. Speaking of flying, what is the so if anyone's noticed who's playing uh Legends, um if you look at a flying Pokemon from far away, I honestly can't tell it's a part flying Pokemon at times. To me, sometimes it looks like a freaking cardboard box. Yeah, I think because uh, Alex mentioned it before before we were getting started here and I the way I described it was so especially in one of the zones, there's a there's a magna zone that flies around yeah. in the mountains, and it looks like a Gen two sprite. Like if you were to open up your open up your inventory and look at your Pokemon there, that's what it looks like. And the, but none of none of these mons from a distance, especially in in the air, you can get away with a little bit in the water because you can't see it that yeah. well. But in the air, they just don't look good. It looks awful. It looks like they're just stuttering around. I mean, I mean, it's not a bad game. It's a fun game. But one of the what you and me were talking about last week, some of the articles we said of it being the best game, but the messiest also is definitely true. Because there's just some weird stuff. They like, um, for whatever reason, for me sometimes when I'm battling, it doesn't honestly. Re- matter what move I use or whatnot, but sometimes when I use an Agile or Strong style, my game starts stuttering, and it becomes claymation watching it do its whole animation, and then it finally fixes. I was like, what What just happened? What is going on, Game Freak? Yeah. Speaking of something similar to that, I've only noticed it with specific specific Pokemon, but there's a couple, and a, a Gudra is the, the prime example for me, mm-hmm. where... If I use an attack with Gudra, during the animation, 
Gudra's body just disappears, and it's it's just a floating tail doing the attack. It's very distracting. Like I I was I was going to run around with an Alpha Gudra that I caught, and I yeah. was like, you know what? Not worth it. <laughs> you didn't want the invisible mom. No, it was it was very distracting. Like I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't keep it straight. Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably still run with it. Yeah. But overall, you seem to be enjoying the game. Because I know last time we talked, you only you were only a couple hours in. Yeah. I mean, it was a very enjoyable game. Um, I'm probably on the f- side of spending way too much time in lower zones, filling out Pokedex and crap like that. Yeah, I can. I've, I thought I was spending a lot of time in the zones. Uh, turned out, no, I was blasting through, uh, compared, compared to other people, other people that I've talked to and, and kind of read about, I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the speedy side of getting through things. I was about to say, it's been what, no week and some days now. And I just the other day at the Ursaluna and unlocked the unknowns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't, the unknowns, I, I catch them when I see them but I don't look for him too often. I don't look at him either because when I, whenever it had that little scene with the unknown behind you, I was like, I don't want to catch the elf, but again, I don't want to go back to Gen 2. Why are we doing this? Well, it, it's... There's there's a couple little quests like that. Like, have you unlocked the wisps yet? Oh, well, yes, yes. The 175 wisps or whatnot. Yeah, however many there are. Yeah, if you... Do it spirit tomb? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, because it's, it's a couple... The unknowns, uh, I don't know if catching them all you get anything in particular, but I know I know that when you catch them all, uh, when you catch them all, like the temple that you originally saw the, the plaque in yeah. for them, unknowns just spawn in there. Okay. Yeah, there's just unknowns in there with a very, very, very... Small chance at being an alpha. You would never run an unknown in a team. No, but you could. I mean, you could catch them. No, I only have eight pastures. No, you get more. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> they just keep. It just keeps going bigger and bigger. That's funny, actually. Oh. I thought the same thing because I, th- I was like, man, I'm gonna fill these eight up in no time, and then I went back and looked at it, and I went, oh, I have sixteen now. Oh, that's nice. I mean, that sort of helps me out because. Um, I haven't really done it, but shiny farming, you mess with that at all? Seeing as this is apparently the best odds ever in game. I haven't personally done any shiny hunting. Uh, I haven't shiny hunted anything, but I've gotten three, three full odd spawns. I've only uh, had one. Yeah, because I had the carnivine that I talked about uh, last week. Hey, I got the carnivine. And then, uh... <laughs> And then I think within an hour of sitting down to play it again, I had, I had a, uh, I texted Alex and I was like, I got a, I got another full odd shiny, got a starly this time. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I was just r- going around through one of the zones and I got a bronze ore. Okay. So it's like I, I haven't done any. I've just come across them naturally so far. I don't know if I'll get into it. Uh, I, Alex has been doing it a lot. Yeah, apparently. Because uh, apparently it's not too hard to, because, I mean, it's it's a matter of just getting the uh, mass outbreaks mm-hmm. uh, to find the ones you want. And apparently if, you, if you're if you just in the town, you can just go in and out of the town to, yeah. to change the outbreaks. So funny thing about that. So I got finally had a mass outbreak after a while, and it was funny because it was Paris. And after our cast last week, I started seeing this week on Twitter and stuff of people just coming out to find that Paris is the most aggressive Pokemon ever and most annoying. It's it's the worst one. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, John's not the only one having trouble. Paris is apparently hunting everybody in game. It's it has no reason to chase you for as much as it does. It's like you, you don't even get close to it. It's got the sensing range of like a starter. It's pretty funny that I, I was sort of reading that everyone's just like, there was a comment that was like, trying to f- 
catch trying to find an alpha. Paris is there trying to get a rare Pokemon. Paris is there trying to get a shiny. Paris is there to fuck your day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I just thought of this. Have you have you been collecting any of like the the lost satchels or anything when you see them? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I finally dropped one. <laughs> okay. Because apparently you drop one if you black out in the in the world. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to do a mass outbreak for quillfish. Okay. Man, those fuckers are those fuckers are aggressive in numbers, man. I mean, they're freaking blowfish that shoot out the needles. Yeah, it's like I, w- I was just out there. I was trying to like sneak catch some of them or like catch them because they're aggressive. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just catch some of them real quick. At this point, and I just then, assume everything's aggressive. And man. Man, I did not see a couple of them, and they fucked me up. <laughs> Tried to run away, and they weren't having any of it. So what happens when you actually drop a satchel? Does it just the game just go, hey, you dropped a satchel? Maybe uh, someone will send it back to you? I don't know if you get the items back, but you lose items in okay. your bag. Like, when you pick it, when you when you collect one, it says, like, oh, the satchel contained, like, 17 items or something. Yeah, yeah you just lose a random amount of space like items from your inventory and a random amount of whatever that stack was okay like i lost i lost some ultra balls and stuff i lost some grit rocks lost a lost a lot of like the grit pebbles and things like that that's not okay no it wasn't okay i still don't <laughs> i want to i want those back that was not Using okay them. it's like of all the things you you took from my inventory that's like the one thing i gave a shit about the grit pebbles those things are a pain to find on the lower areas. Yeah, and from what from my experience, getting them, it's just like just catch a shitload of mons, release them, and then you can trade them up. Yeah, or you can sell them. Money. I sell evolution stones at this point. I, they're, they're not worth near as much. I mean, they're not, but I can at least get rid of them because. Literally, I have I keep finding water stones, and the only thing that can use a water stone in this game is Eevee to go over to Vaporeon. Yeah, you just get a bunch of Eevees and make a bunch of Vaporeons. And do what with them? Trade them to random strangers across the world? No, you just put them in a box. Put them in a pasture and watch them walk around. But there's no water! They don't need water. But They're... they look prettier where near water! Oh, by the way, have you walking past the pasture... Uh, it just it'll, it'll just have like random mons that yeah. are in the pasture there, man. Some of the alphas look fucking goofy. Yes, they do. Whole it's like, like you'd be walking by it. It's like, uh, these giant alphas like standing next to this three foot tall fence. It's like that would not hold you. <laughs> not in the least. What I think what I thought about that when I was walking by the pasture and it showed. Uh, it was Drifloom. I was looking at Drifloom, and I was just like, there's nothing holding you here, Drifloom. You're, you're just chilling here to kidnap children. Yeah, I had, it's like I had, uh, I think it was my Alpha Gudra standing next to my Alpha Infernape standing there, and I'm just like looking up at him like, holy shit, you guys are big. I do, I do find it funny that in this universe, it's the whole people are scared of Pokemon and everything, and most of the requests hit this home. It's like everyone doesn't want to touch Pokemon or whatnot for the most part. And I'm just thinking, it's like, so these Pokemon are aggressive for the most part. And but apparently after you catch them in a Pokeball, they're just me like, fine, I'll listen to you, human. But yeah. It's like everybody's afraid of them. You would think that if they turn, like, you'd think if the if the people just turned and looked and saw these giant monsters that I had sitting in the pasture, they'd be like, you know what? Maybe we'll move. Right? <laughs> because I don't... Because apparently a Pokeball just automatically puts an obedience spell on all Pokemon. Yeah, which, you speaking of the requests, dude, I'm fucking tired of these requests. Why? They're so they're so annoying. It's all just tedious. I mean, yes. It's all, it's all like, there's no good payoff for them either. Correct. Like, I, I okay, honestly, I'm just mad at one. <laughs> uh, In the later in the game, there's like the... Alabaster Ice Peak or some shit. I don't know. It's the snow area. Okay. Uh, you clearly haven't gotten there Correct. yet. Correct. Uh, but there's a snow area. Uh, and there's a mission in there for finding Alolan Vulpix. Okay. Alolan Vulpix is white. <laughs> Granted, 
granted, they're not hard to... They're not hiding. They're just kind of standing in random spots. Okay. Here's the only problem. I was blind and couldn't find the last one. And I... I I like rode and flew around that area and couldn't fucking see it for like 15 to 20 minutes. I'm just flying around going, where the fuck is it? And then it's just standing there. Like, cause I'm staying, you know how, or you probably like from a distance where it's hard to kind of see what, what it is there. You, yeah. you look and you go, is that a Pokemon or is that a rock? Yeah. That's kind of where I was at. Cause I'm flying around. I'm like, it'll pop in some, it'll pop in eventually. And it, it just wasn't popping in. I mean, it's like some people have been posting through Twitter and whatnot, the random levitating Pokemon randomly. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, no, people have been getting screenshots and whatnot of just Pokemon randomly levitating in the air or on trees. Someone had like an A-palm that was asleep levitating into a mountain. <laughs> okay, that'd be, that's, that's more believable. <laughs> uh, I mean... That's funny, but that also brings a thing that I've been questioning through the game the bit. It's like, so it's an Alolan Ninetales, but then the Hisui region. So wouldn't it just be a Ninetales to them? How would they know that it's specifically an Alolan Ninetales? The, it's a guy who traveled from Aloha, or, or the the region. Okay. He he traveled from there and brought them. Which brings another question. There's been a reference to Alolan and... Uh, I think the Gen 5... Area, there was one other reference to another gen zone. I'm just thinking, so we know these areas exist in this time period, and people are talking about future games. So there is a possible prospect of seeing those other areas, correct? Maybe. I don't know because I don't. Because we've discussed. They're, they're just briefly mentioned. But yeah, I guess that could be like, like I guess you were going to say, like. So, so they exist in the universe here, and we have possible DLC. Because could we possibly actually see those regions? Because you're apparently... So you're technically a survey team getting all this information about Pokemon. And you're only limited to so many Pokemon in the Hisui region. Yeah, see what know, I'm saying? Cause, yeah, because there are multiple people that you end up talking to that are like, oh, well, we've traveled here from across the sea. But it's like they don't really say where they came from. Yeah. So I it, it could... Maybe there could be... Uh, additional, like, islands or places that we could go to. Which I would be okay for. Anything besides the shit I've been looking at. Getting Man, these zones are getting old. Oh, speaking of looking at crap, have you changed your character's outfit at all? Are you still rocking default galaxy uniform? Finally changed it. Okay. I got like a, I got like a, I don't know what it was called, but it's like this weird red and white kimono top with, I think I put on some purple, look like sweatpants. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and then I redid my hair. Oh, I haven't messed with the hairstyles. So. Yeah, I, I redid my hair. I got some bright red dreadlocks. So, as soon as I realized that the clothing shop got updated, I got some new clothing. And so my guy's rolling around with like a bowler hat, some glasses, just. Like professor glasses that sit on his nose. Yeah. And then rocking a open shirt, pants, and shoes. And my color scheme was like blue and orange, then with like a purple bowler hat and whatnot. And during this, I just did it without thinking. I liked how it looked and started going. When I was fighting the first noble, the Kelvar, it dawned on me. Cleavor. Cleavor, sorry. Uh, it dawned on me that I accidentally dressed my character and he now looks like the. Uh, Big Kahuna from Sun and Moon, who there gives you, you the go. Pokemon. There you go. <laughs> so in the middle of the cutscene where you're throwing the last bag, I go, I just started dying laughing because I realized this, that I've accidentally made my character the Big Kahuna from that. And I was just like, now this entire time I've been playing, I was just like, this is just the Avengers of that Kahuna when he was originally a trainer. This is just his journey. And he came from the future and now he's the past and just progress on until he finally got the Aloha Islands and finally gave three Pokemon on way to some new trainer. So this is me just like this is his past. Uh, I, I, I will say I, I was I did a bunch of requests for like update and the clothing and the 
and like the hairstyles and that. And then yeah. I, it's like after I did a bunch of them, I went, oh, maybe I should probably use this. I haven't done any of this yet. So I, I had just started looking at it. It's one of the last things I did uh, when I was playing yesterday. Yeah, but um, so I want to know. So after having a week and some days, uh, what would you rate this game at this point? Let's say out of 10. Mine, I'm going to preface this by saying mine is going to be a little bit different than probably what most people would be mm-hmm. because I've had a, I've had been having a lot of fun with this game. Uh, I enjoy, I've enjoyed this a hell of a lot more than I did like Sword and Shield and the last couple uh, Pokemon games that came out. But I'm st- I've hit a point where I c- I'm still playing it, but I don't know if I'm having fun. Okay, I, I sort of get what you're saying. There. I don't know if I'm having fun <laughs> while playing it, but I still keep playing it. I see what you get there because, I mean, I could definitely see the grind of doing, like, Pokedex and certain things when you determine yourself. Well, it's the it's the fact that, like, I've gotten, the, I've, I've gotten all the zones. I've completed most of the story stuff. And I'm like, okay, let me, I've got basic, I've got almost every Mon done. It's like I've got some evolutions to do and i got a couple of rare spawns to get. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I've, I've got all of that. So let me go craft my team that I want to actually beat the game with. And then it's just, it's a pain in the ass because you gotta go, it's like, you gotta go find them. It's like, maybe I want an alpha of it. So now I got to keep resetting the zone or look for an outbreak or something and hope one of them spawns in as an alpha. See, I just decided a team and I'm just like, if it's an alpha, cool. If not, I'm just roll with it. See, I, I I like the I like having the alpha because I like having the one that's just stupidly big. <laughs> like if you see some of the size comparisons, like if you have an alpha and a regular one, you just throw it next to it, and it's like it's like two to three times as big. It's dumb. Uh but yeah, it's like I don't I don't know if I'm still having fun with it. I keep playing it, like I said, so that that mean that that's got to give it something. Honestly, I, w- I would say 6.5 to okay. 7. 6.5, 7, somewhere in there. I was about to say, uh, my personal rating, I would give it a 7. I mean, I've been having fun with it, even though I'm still just in the lower areas. It's a nice new take on Pokemon that I've enjoyed. Um, it's mostly me having fun with the dumb things I've decided to do. Yeah. What I will say is this this game... After having a little bit more time with it, this game is a phenomenal concept. Yes. And if they don't, if they stick with this and decide, you know what, every polish it. say like every other every other release basically, like how they had a Let's Go, how they've done like some of these remaster or like remakes and stuff, throw this in that loop. Throw it in there, maybe like kind of how they did this one. You do a remake and then. Six months later, something throw throw out another one of these games. If they do something like that, I will be extremely excited to, for the next game. But for this one, I've had fu- I've been having a lot of fun with it. Still playing it, less fun. Uh, but I've I've kind of gotten bored because I can see that. because with the main story kind of coming coming to an end and like basically me just trying to craft my team out. I'm looking at it going, I've kind of just got the decks to complete now, but it's not fun to do. Mm -hmm. Like, especially with how some of the rare spawns in that are, or like some of them, it's like some of the mons you have to get from like a shaking tree or something in a specific spot in a zone. Yeah. It's like show up. It's like, I don't want to be reset in the zone looking for fucking shaking trees. I'll go do something else. So it's like I tend to spawn into a zone, run around, see if anything I need is there, and then just leave. Yeah, that could definitely get tedious. I probably won't bother with that. Yeah, so it's like I'm... Some people are going to have a lot of fun with that. Some people are going to... It's like a bunch of people are going to probably get into shiny hunting in this game because of how, like, once you kind of get everything done, when you get the shiny charm, you get all the research complete. I mean... You've got the best odds ever, really, to or best odds in a in a Pokemon game really for shiny hunting. So a lot of people are gonna get into that. 
and I know a lot of people are saying this is potentially their their the best Pokemon game. I can see where they're coming from, but for me, it it started to lose its magic a little bit. I mean, I'll definitely be interesting to see where they go with the next game, whether it be Gen Nine or maybe something, some other spinoff in this avenue. Um, I'll definitely give it a try, regardless, depending on what if they decide to sort of keep this sort of form formula they've started with Legends, or if they're going to go back to the traditional uh, turn-based combat and all that fun stuff, which a lot of people may have a bit of trouble with, actually, after how streamlined this game's been. Yeah, I mean, like I said, another version of this game, or like an updated version where it's been polished more, a little more, a little more life been been put into it and I'll be extremely excited for it next generation I mean I'll play it I'll have some fun with it it'll be weird trying to, if they do like a, a no, another mainline game mm-hmm. it'll be weird going from this to that where this one you have a lot more freedom to do whatever you want yeah so that might I don't know if that's going to hinder them or hinder that at all because kind of the flexibility and the freedom is part of what everybody's loving about this game. Yeah. So other than the Parises. Yeah. True. But uh for for the next game they come out with, I'll pick it up, I'll play it. And uh, I guess guess see what see what it's gonna be hopefully later this year. Hopefully Switch has a better processor by then. Man. I just <laughs> <laughs> something. When I look out in the distance and I'm just like is that a block out there? <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to it'll be nice when the switch gets a little bit of an update, whether it be whether it just be like new hardware, like a newer newer model, or uh, like a next generation of it. Whichever way they want to do it, it doesn't really matter. It just needs it at this point. Yeah, at this point. But any last notes, comments about anything we got? Something you remember that you saw this week? Uh, uh, I guess I, I guess I'm gonna just say it's not necessarily as relevant this week as it would be next week. But all of the news for TFT set six point five. If you haven't got tired of me and Zach rambling about that every now and then, uh, all of the information has been announced and I believe is on the PBE. So looks like we've got that to look forward to in about a week and a half. Oh, I do want to note this thing as. It has arrived, and Animan's gonna be on a break for a little bit. I want to be like, I want to let this know that it's out there. Oh, okay. Now I know what he's getting. So me and Alex have joked about this, and it was a thing. If you watched in our year wrap-up video of this sort of existing out there, we now have one, and it exists. If Josh, if you actually see this, I hope Alex sends it to you. What he's holding up is a uh, throw pillow with uh, a portrait of our friend Josh on it. Who is a co-host of Animan Plus whenever he comes back and gets done with doing all the crap he has to deal with. Yeah, so he, they've they've been they've been telling him for a long time that they've ha- they were going to get a pillow with his face on it, and he didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> and now now it is here. And was honestly kind of shocking when I walked in the room. That exists on our guest couch now. So that's a thing. Now if I can only get Alex to agree to our uh, mascot spider that he won't kill if I leave it here. Well, see, what you do is you just, right before he sits down, the next time he's on, put it on the webcam. If I do that, that, sh- that webcam is gone. And we got to buy a new one. And I don't want to do that. That'd be funny, though. I mean, it would be funny. <laughs> just, just aim that one over there, over here. But if we got nothing else, I think that's about time to wrap it up. Um, if you got nothing else? Uh, no, at this point. Uh, I, would, I would just like to say, if you've made it all the way through the episode, th- uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, and, yeah, 
I lost. I lost. I lost it. I was. I was. I had more, and I lost it. So I just stared at you. Well, while I go through my ramble, you may think. Of, but if uh, you're all watching this or listening to it, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows, it does help. If you're all watching this on YouTube and you like what's going on, you can hit that subscribe button to help us out and get the YouTube channel more up. And you can also hit the bell if you actually want to know when any of our videos go up, whether it be. This show, Animan Plus, whenever we come back with that after a little bit of a break. Uh, terrible football show. Uh, talking about movies and stuff if we do that again. Which I need to ask you, John. Are you watching a uh, Vox Machina at all? On yeah. Prime? Yeah. Cool. We may need to do an episode on that because I've been enjoying that. I've been watching that as it releases. Okay. So we may actually release an episode of that here soon. Once uh, that series all comes out and everything. Um... We got the website, sparky3.com. Go check that out if you want to help support us, whether as a free member or a premium member. It would be great so we can get that all going. And of course, our merchandise store, sparky3shop.com, where you can buy our logos and other weird stuff on shirts, hoodies, mugs, fanny packs. Yeah, just anything we can come up with will end up on there at some point. More or less. But yeah, any of that does help. Uh, sparky3.com and sparky YouTube.com slash Sparky3 to help us subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, just finish it off by saying, once again, thank you for making it all the way to the end w with us. And hopefully next week we'll see you come back. And thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.